there, my name's Willie Russo and you're listening to Interview with an Artist, the weekly show where we speak with a range of art world players. And this, my friend, is the last episode for season three. I'm going to be taking January off and we'll be back in February 2022 with season four. As I mentioned last episode, the best way to stay across everything that's happening with me, whether it's mentoring, the podcast or the newsletter, is head on over to the website wilhelminarusso.com and sign up there. I hope whatever your end of year festivities hold, that you have a safe and wonderful time and thank you again for listening in each week. 2021 was another big year in the art scene. Gallery openings got cancelled again. We all had to stay comfortable with digital viewings for a bit longer and NFTs exploded onto the market. It was really Beeple's collage work every day, the first 5,000 days that sold via Christie's for, get this, 69 US million dollars that got everyone stirred up and understandably so. That was March. Since then, the NFT and crypto market has been a roller coaster ride. And I'll be honest, it still seems like something pretty foreign to me and probably a lot of the artists I know and have spoken to. However, Saatchi Art are looking to change that. My last guest for the season is Monty Preston. Monty is a manager of art advisory and curation at Saatchi Art. And Monty's also part of the team working with artists in both traditional and digital mediums to help them make the leap into the NFT space. Digital art's been around for a while, right? It's things like animations, videos, types of photography. It's really cryptocurrency and blockchain technology that has pushed it into the frame. Saatchi Art's NFT initiative is called The Other Avatars. I was interested to hear what exactly the project is about, who's participating, and how the artists are responding to the idea. Saatchi Art is also helping collectors get their head around crypto and NFTs and the accompanying infrastructure like digital wallets and security measures that you might need. Now don't panic, we don't get tech heavy in this conversation. But as I said to Monty when we were talking, I feel like every time I speak with someone about this topic, I learn something more. And to be honest, I don't think the digital art or NFT market is going away anytime soon. So I was glad for the opportunity to learn a little more, and I hope you are too. You can find Monty and all the information we speak about on sachiart.com forward slash NFT. That'll all be linked in the show notes as well. So just click on through to those. Enjoy meeting Saatchi Art's Monty Preston. Monty Preston, thank you so much for joining us. You are a manager of art advisory and curation at Saatchi Art. I'm so keen to talk to you about your job. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm really excited to be here chatting with you. What is a day in the life of Monty Preston look like with your work? Uh, it's pretty fantastic. You know, I get to go into work every day and connect with collectors who are interested in purchasing art to beautify their homes or offices or add to their collections. Um, and I get to work really closely with artists and help them tell their stories to collectors uh, and really, you know, advance their careers. That's, I'm so glad you said that because one of my questions for you, and it's I'll ask it now because we're kind of on this vein, is what's the one thing you consistently see artists doing wrong when they're telling their story or presenting their work? 
I would probably say that um, a not enough emphasis is put on photography of their works. So I'm obviously coming at this from an online perspective where Sachi Art is an online gallery for emerging artists. And um, most of the work that we have is you know, primarily experienced online. We do have our uh, fair, the other art fair, which is in cities around the world where collectors can go in person to experience art and connect with artists one-on-one. But in terms of artists who are selling work online, I think that having really good photography that captures the colors, you know, the lighting is appropriate, you're showing the work from multiple angles. I think that's something that doesn't get enough attention and it's really, really crucial. Yeah. We actually just had the other art fair here in Sydney a couple of weeks ago. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) It was really good. It was the first one I've been able to get along to and, um, it was very cool and it was great to see there was such a range of artists there from, you know, some really emerging to some really great mid-career artists. Yeah, it was actually just a really fun event as well. So <laughs> well yeah, done to I, you guys. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm so happy you enjoyed it. Uh, you know, obviously it's a massive production um, and the team works really hard to bring it to life. Uh, but it's just such an incredible opportunity as a collector, whether you're uh, like really established and you've been buying art for a while or if you're brand new to purchasing art to go and meet artists and experience work and kind of see a range of different things that are out there. I think it's really fantastic. You must see so much art, Monty. Tell us about a couple of artists who have caught your eye recently. Recently, I've been focusing very much on NFTs, which um, we can dive into. We're but totally going are... dive into that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there are um, a bunch of artists that I've been working with really closely on Sachi Art's first NFT project who have really caught my eye. And I'm so excited to have had the opportunity to work closely with them. One of them is John Leho Bluefish, and um, he is a really amazing sort of digital collage artist. Um, so his medium is primarily digital to begin with, but he's created these really fantastic um, avatars for this project that we're doing, and he's composed them out of thousands and thousands of tiny images that are making up the overall picture. And they're just really, really wonderful. Oh, cool. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm really, really excited about them. You were saying just before when we were um, chatting before the, the episode that you're a digital nomad at the moment, which is amazing. And I feel that this NFT digital art movement is actually really huge for people who are really mobile and moving around the world and don't necessarily have physical walls to put art on. So I can see, you know, there's, there's lots of reasons why it's become so popular, but I see that as another one. Does that uh, resonate with you? Yeah, you know, I think so. I think that one of the really nice things about um, digital art in general is just that it can be experienced from anywhere. So it's widely available as long as you can get on a computer or you have you know access to the internet you can go and explore nfts or any kind of digital art really and i think one of the very exciting promises of the metaverse and just having more um, digital art widely available is that people anywhere can get the opportunity to interact with and experience art you know from wherever they are not necessarily having to be in a major city or yeah, anything yeah. like that. So having like mm-hmm. a physical place to exactly. put the art. Um, let's jump into 
the other avatars NFT projects that you're working on at the moment, because I know this is a really exciting, a really exciting project for you. Tell us a little bit about the project concept. So we wanted to, first of all, create a project that allowed a lot of different artists to participate. So when we started thinking about getting into NFTs, it was really important to us that we weren't just going to be working with one or two artists. Um, We wanted to make sure that we were onboarding as many artists as we could and teaching them about NFTs and making them feel comfortable and excited to explore this new world on their own. So what we decided to do was a spin on the generative avatar projects that are really popular in the NFT space right now. So Wait, before you go on, can yes. you please tell me can you please tell me what a generative avatar project like what is what is that? <laughs> sure, yeah. So anybody out there, I think, you know, if you're hearing this for the first time, um, Get, in, get on Google and look up Board Ape Yacht Club because I think it's a really good example or CryptoPunks. Um, and essentially what it is, is a collection of avatars. So it's like a little figure and whether that figure is a person or an animal or some kind of a character that depends on the project. Um, and each single character is unique. So they have a unique set of traits that they're composed of. And usually how these projects are constructed is a designer um, who may also be a coder or maybe, you know, a a designer and a coder will work together to create an algorithm. And that algorithm will basically um, produce a visual output that randomizes the distribution of traits. So for example, uh, a monkey with a hat on or a monkey with a cigarette in its mouth, or you know, a monkey with a hat and a cigarette. But the important thing is that every single one of these um, monkeys is unique, and that's what every single one of them in the collection is unique. And you know, there could be up to like ten thousand of them, for instance. Um, so, is it like the algorithm is creating the art? The algorithm is, yes. Well, the the artists create the art, they create the layers, for example, and then the algorithm will decide how the layers are composed. So which ones end up with XYZ traits, basically. Okay. So the designer is like, okay, I've got five different hat types. There's a yellow, there's a blue, Mm -hmm. there's a, that's like one layer. And then they might have a cigarette, a cigar, a pipe, and then- exactly. Okay, and so then they create the various layers, like you said, and then the coder creates the or the software engineer. Is that what you said? Or the, the... yeah, a, an engineer or a coder, sure. Yeah, okay. they'll create the algorithm that will that will then determine what that distribution is going to look like. Right. Um, and what happens is when a project like this is dropped, um, buyers will go and they will. Uh, they will mint what's called minting a token, which is essentially purchasing the token and it's being created at that time of purchase. Um, and so the program gets run and then the visual output, you re- you receive something that you, you don't know what it's going to look like because the program hasn't been run yet. So you get this random um, collection of traits in, within your avatar and that's your unique avatar. Oh my God. Okay. This is blowing my mind. So then, so (laughs) because in my head, like I, a painter paints a painting and they sell the painting and they get that money. Absolutely. So, so when, okay, the buyer mints the NFT and then is it, so then the, 
the software engineer slash coder and the designer are they like splitting the money like how how do they get the money yeah often it's often it's 50 50 so um these partnerships you know there could be multiple people involved right you could have a, a marketing person who's dedicated to helping find collectors for the project um or if it's a very com community oriented project there may be people who are helping out to develop the community and um you know build engagement and so on and so forth so often these are very small teams of maybe one to five people who are working together and and the split will be as determined by them yeah right okay and so in my head, I kind of see the NFT space as being really interesting and really engaging for the tech community. And as the tech community have grown, they have jumped on this NFT market and they're, they're actually the artists within the NFT market. We're starting to see here in Australia a few traditional medium artists move into the nft space but it's a very small portion of the nft market here in australia and i know the nft market's global sorry i know that um <laughs> I'm, I'm just i'm just in terms of where the artist is located yeah um and so with the nft space you're working in or with this project is it predominantly designers and coders creating the algorithm slash artwork or is are you working with more traditionally medium based artists moving them into the nft space so it is everybody we really wanted the project to reflect the, di the diversity of practices and talent of the artists that are on Saatchi Art and who participate at the other art fair. So we have people working in oil paint. We have people who are applying some algorithms to their work to create digital effects. Um, we have people doing animations. We have photographers, collage artists, just everything that you can imagine. So it's a really interesting mix. Um, and everybody, all of the artists are all producing avatars in their own style. So what we've done is provided them with a brief and we've asked them to create avatars that follow the guidelines of the brief. Um, and you know, each of them are pushing the boundaries in their own way and really um, applying their ideas and their creativity to interpret the guidelines. How have the traditional artists wrapped their head around this project? It's been really interesting, actually, to see um, sort of the responses that people have had and where people are struggling um, versus where other artists might not be struggling. And I think uh, some of the more difficult things have just been conceptualizing what an avatar project is. Um, so we've done a lot of education around, you know, what the concepts are and the fundamentals and how that can be applied to an artist's individual own practice. Um, I think actually I've been surprised thinking that there were artists who maybe did have a more digital practice that would immediately understand the project. And, you know, I, I wouldn't, we wouldn't have any issues sort of getting to the point where it's like, okay, yes, this is one of the avatars that works and it, it meets all of the requirements. And then I've had, you know, physical painters who have produced who've just sent me their work and it's been perfect it's like every single requirement is met so um I, I think it really varies there have been a lot of traditional painters who have who have approached this in a very methodical way but 
imbuing all of the pieces with their own personality, their own perspectives, uh, their own techniques, and everybody is producing incredibly unique work. Why would a traditional artist move into the NFT space? I think there are a lot of benefits that NFTs offer, and it doesn't necessarily only have to apply to digital artists. Um, One of the things that immediately comes to mind is the concept of royalties, right? So if you are an emerging artist and you start selling your work for $500, and then later on in your life, in your career, you know, that same work could have a value of $5,000, but as that work is sold on the secondary market, you as the artist don't receive anything on that sale. So with the introduction of NFTs, artists can be paid royalties on all future secondary sales of their works, which is just really an incredibly powerful opportunity for artists who are at early stages in their careers now, and even those who are you know, more well-established. Okay, so there's the traceability of royalties, which you're right. I mean, they generally in the physical market. I know there are royalty schemes set up, but whether or not they're adhered to and the artist actually ever sees any of that money um, is is questionable. <laughs> yeah, um, there's. I mean, there's that famous case of the. I think it was the David Hockney painting, and it sold for nine million dollars, and you know he didn't receive any of that. And yeah. I just think that's so crazy. Yeah. Um, okay, on the collector side, obviously Saatchi Art has a huge network of collectors who buy physical art. How are you seeing the response of the collectors, of your established collectors, moving into the NFT space? Or have you seen a diversification of the types of collectors joining Saatchi Art to buy NFTs? We are sort of just getting into this, Um, but what I have seen over the past couple of months and obviously just this year, NFTs have been such a big part of the conversation when it comes to art. And we've had many, many collectors reaching out who were interested in learning more. Um, So we're very excited to be able to launch with this project and uh, help our collectors understand more about NFTs, about digital art and learn how to appreciate it and, you know, what the benefits of collecting it are. Um, so we're, we're very excited to be, you know, moving more into a collector facing, um, experience for, for traditional art buyers, as well as more crypto native NFT collectors. So we've actually just launched our buyer discord where collectors who are interested in getting on the, um, the pre-sale access list for the project can join and, you know, have conversations with us and talk about what makes what makes this art special right what what makes each individual artist's practice really unique um and why and how they as collectors can start to learn to appreciate both traditional and digital practices yeah i love what you just said then because you're right i mean i know just buying in the from the physical side of things it is really the like I like to know about the artist, I like to know about the practice and it hadn't necessarily occurred to me that that would transfer into the NFT market that people would get interested in who the artist is and um, how the work is made or what the story is behind the work. But you're right, that's probably just a key part of any art regardless of if it's digital or physical. 
Absolutely. I mean, I think that digital art really hasn't gotten its due historically and has maybe been something that's been potentially a little bit more niche um, and not everybody's really familiar. You know, if you if you asked somebody to name five painters, they could do it. But if you asked somebody to name five digital artists, they'd probably struggle. So I think one of the really phenomenal things just about NFTs in general is the exposure that they're they're bringing to digital art and digital artists. Um, and there is just like a wide world of phenomenal creators who are out there. Um, and it's very, very exciting to see them in the spotlight and to learn more about who they are, why they create the work that they do. Uh, often the mediums and the technologies that they're using are incredibly fascinating. Um, so yeah, I would, I, I'm very, I'm very excited that more attention is being paid now. When the releases start to happen on Saatchi for NFTs, do people can people pay with their credit card or do they have to have like, and you, you can so tell that I am not someone who's into cryptocurrency because <laughs> I think it's, it's like Bitcoin's obviously the big one that you see in the papers, but um, mm-hmm. I know there's other ones. It's like Ethereum. Like, do you have yep. to have crypto or can you buy with your credit card? For this drop, um, it is an Ethereum purchase. So uh, the NFTs will be minted on Ethereum blockchain and therefore purchases will be made in Ethereum. So we're also walking new collectors who are brand new to crypto through the process of how to buy Ethereum, how to set up a wallet, you know, best security practices um, and helping people feel confident interacting in this new medium. In the future, we're very hopeful that we'll be able to have both credit card and um, cryptocurrency purchases available on Saatchi Art, but we're not quite there yet. Yeah, and I was speaking to someone else who um, works in this space and they were like, it's just a whole other tech build. Oh, absolutely. There's so much, like, you don't understand the engineering, the software engineering and the platform engineering behind being able to offer those two avenues. It's actually a really big and quite expensive task. Yes, quite complicated and a lot of different types of expertise needed in order to bring it to life. But it's a challenge that we're looking forward to tackling in the future. So I'm I'm really excited about that. How do listeners find you or find this information that you're talking about? We are opening up reservations to our current collector base beginning on January 6th, and then uh, we'll be expanding that to our NFT newsletter subscribers later in the week. So if anybody's interested in signing up to um, receive the newsletter and therefore get on the presale access list, you can do so by going to sachiart.com slash NFT. Um, and I'd highly recommend joining the Discord as well for updates and exciting, like, access to special content. I think we'll have artists coming and talking about their process and um, other events like that. Monty Preston, it sounds so exciting. Thank you so much for joining us this morning and taking the time to explain a lot of those things to me. The NFT market is around, right? And I feel it's going to be around for a while, but it, it, I feel like every time I speak to someone about it, I learn something new or I get a bit more of an understanding about it. So I really, I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much for having me. It's a very new area, right? And there's so much to learn. And it's almost like you can do as much research as you can possibly do. But if you 
miss a day on Twitter, it's kind of like you're back to knowing nothing again. So it's constantly <laughs> evolving space and it can be very intimidating. But I think having an open mind and being interested in learning more is is the best approach anybody can take if they if they're interested in in learning how to navigate NFTs. Yeah, perfect. Actually, one last question before I let you go. Do you help artists price their NFTs? So for this particular project, because it's an avatar project, all of the NFTs will be priced at the same starting value. So it'll be the same price for every single token that's created. But if there are any artists who are out there and interested in you know, getting assistance um, pricing their art or pricing their NFTs, please feel free to reach out to me. I'm on Twitter at underscore Monty Preston, or um, you can email any of the curators at Saatchi Art, including myself at curator at saatchiart.com. We are here to help in any way that we can. Monty Preston, thank you so much for your time today on Interview with an Artist. Thank you so much for having me.